Hello, Covey Clubbers. It's Leslie Jane Seymour here from Covey Club, the founder of Covey Club and the founder of Reinvent Yourself with Leslie Jane Seymour. Boy, do I have a fascinating guest for you today. Aliza Sherman is somebody who used to be a more reader and who tracked me down. Um, and she is deep into, she, first of all, she's like a serial entrepreneur. So you have to listen to all her crazy things that she has done. Um, she was very early out on the web back in the eighties, um, created all kinds of, you know, web girl things just as the, the web was being created. So she really knows digital really well. Um, but what I really wanted to speak to her about is what she's doing today. She calls herself a web pioneer and a cannabis, cannabis entrepreneur. And she is the author of Cannabis and CBD for Health and Wellness, a book. And she also has a website called Elementa, E-L-L-E-M-E-N-T-A dot com, which is her startup site which is meant to educate women all about cannabis, about the health and well-being uh, versions of it. And I have to say, I've run into this a lot. I've heard of a lot of women who are dabbling in this area. When you talk about reinvention, I hear a lot of people saying that this is the moment for cannabis if it's something you're interested in. Um, cannabis is reinventing itself as not some sort of strange um, you know, kind of naughty thing that people do and is becoming more respectable. And especially in the health and healing area, it has shown to be um, an incredible pain reducer. Some people, as you'll hear Eliza talk about, um, think it can help with regulating mood and regulating hormones. And I, I'm not an expert in that area, but she is. If you um, want to learn more about it, I suggest you listen to this uh, interview. And I think it's something that could be on your plate. There are some people out there who I've spoken to who say they feel like the door is already closed on cannabis, that it's already being bought up by all the big uh, people out there, the big corporations have jumped in. Um, Elisa does not feel that way yet. So if you are trying to come up with a reinvention scheme, this could be that for you. But what she's saying is it will close soon. And it feels a lot like being out on the internet at the very nascent moment of the internet, she says. So I trust her. She's been there before. She's sending it out again. Um, and here we are. So I want to welcome Eliza Sherman. So hello, Eliza. How are you? I am doing wonderfully well, thank you. <laughs> and I love the fact you're in Alaska, you said? I am based in Alaska. It's for my husband's job, but I'm also, I always like to say I'm portable and mobile. I can live and work from anywhere as long as I have an internet connection. Yes, that's the way it is today. Isn't that great? So let's talk a little bit about your history because you have a very interesting reinvention. Um, what was your background before you got into the cannabis business? Because People who are trying to think about this, I really do believe this is a big new opening for women um, and for lifestyle and all that stuff. But what was your background before that? If you can just briefly give us some ideas of what you did. And then let's talk about your books and then we will talk about Elementa. But start Sounds with great. your background. Great. 
My background, I started in the music industry. I used to work for Metallica and Def Leppard. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Okay. (laughs) As well as Bruce Bruce Hornsby, also a completely different departure from heavy metal. Uh, But I was in the music industry for about eight years. That was my first big career. really short Reader's Digest version. I was held up at some point and kidnapped and decided to reinvent my career. Wait, during, this, me- during that period, you mean when you were being, what were you doing for the, um, for the rock and rollers? So I, I was doing what I called artist liaison. I was the person between anyone who wanted the band's time. Okay. And uh, so it could be the promoters, the publicists, the uh, record, anyone from the record label, magazines, radio okay. stations. I, I helped to coordinate and schedule uh, who was going to get access to the band. And I'd work with the tour managers or with the band members. I'd go on the road. Uh, it was Looking back, it was one of those jobs that everybody would kill for. Yes. But to me, it was, it was just my job. Okay. And was part of that job then, was it because you were doing that kind of thing that you were held up at gunpoint or was that just random? It was random. I was living okay. in New York City at the time and it was, wow. I was on the Upper West Side of Manhattan uh, when I was held up at gunpoint. At that point, I had already just left the music industry and I was running a nonprofit organization, completely unrelated as well. But the nonprofit happened to be about domestic violence awareness. Oh my and God. In, so I actually had taken some self-defense classes, which I used some of the techniques to escape oh my uh, God. after being held up. Oh my God. So you didn't know any of this stuff, did you? No, it wasn't <laughs> on your LinkedIn part. This is, this is not on the LinkedIn thing. Okay. Uh, exactly. None of this is on LinkedIn, but okay. uh, after being held up, I went to Santa Fe, New Mexico, stayed with my sister for a while to regroup. Anyone who's been through a traumatic event knows oh. that you tend to suffer from post-traumatic stress yes. disorder. Yes, yes. And it was there that I learned about the web and HTML, which built on this little secret hobby I had all of those years using the internet. So I was a very early internet user from like the late 80s. Okay. But it it wasn't until after being held up that I learned about the web. So that was 1994. Wow. Okay. Okay. And so that led to starting, that led to starting the first woman owned internet company called CyberGirl and the first organization for women to teach women about the internet called, uh, called WebGirls International. And that is probably where my LinkedIn begins, wow. <laughs> but not yeah. where my career begins and, yeah. and not where my reinvention begins. Okay. <laughs> All right. And so what happened with those businesses? So I ran the companies for almost five years. We grew web girls to a hundred chapters worldwide where women wow. would meet every month to teach each other about the internet, wow. women learning from women. Wow. which was a really, I, I mean, as you know, connection yes. is key uh, and supporting each other is key. And I ended up leaving the company and starting another internet startup and then the market crashed. Uh-huh. So I took some earnings from one of my books and bought an old RV and spent a year by myself driving around the country. Oh my God. Promoting my book. 
Oh my God. Okay. All right. Okay. This is definitely not on her LinkedIn. Just so everybody knows, I, I definitely read all this stuff, but that's not there. This is way more interesting. Okay. Okay. So, and you can read about my travels, my solo travels at rvgirl.com. The RV website's still up. Rvgirl.com. Okay. Mm -hmm. That was not mentioned either. Okay. Rvgirl.com. Okay. Cool. We're almost at the present day. Okay. All right. But, but not quite. So I and think that the short of it from... You were a year on that the road? a year. Uh-huh. A okay. year on the road. And it, uh -huh. during that year, I wrote, I wrote two books. Uh, they were books about the internet. The first one and the second one was more of an inspirational book called Power okay. Tools for Women in Business. Okay. And on the way to that book tour. So the first one, I, I toured 51 cities in my RV uh, and did <laughs> book appearances in 51 cities for the second book, which is really not my second, but was probably my eighth or ninth book. Uh -huh. So that one, I was driving back for my first appearance in the World Trade Center mm. on September 10th. Oh my God. And I woke up on September 11th. And uh, obviously we all know what happened, mm -hmm. but the bookstore that I was supposed to speak at was in the World Trade Center. Oh my God. Okay. So that is another thing that changed my entire life. Wow. And I, I ended up moving to Wyoming. Oh, my I met God. a man from Montana. Okay. We got married and moved to Alaska. And uh, three kids later, two of them adopted. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I started a cannabis company. <laughs> oh, my God. Adopted two kids. Oh, wow. Okay. Amazing. So you are a long time serial reinventor, which is often the case. Um, mm. So talk about the cannabis business and your cannabis business. You're, you call yourself a web pioneer and a cannabis entrepreneur. So you're out on the edge, which is why I wanted to do this conversation because it keeps cropping up in all my reinvention stories. There are a lot of people out mm. there. Um, getting into this business and it seems like it might be a good place for women to think about reinventing though you know you have to have a certain personality and desire to be there I hear from other people that ah it's already taken it's all bought up blah 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 you know you always hear those people who are negative um, but I'd love to know from you your I guess you have your book which is cannabis and CBD for health and wellness so let's talk about the health mm -hmm. and wellness aspect of it but let's also talk about what your cannabis business is and how you got into that and what you think about it being um, something for women or not. Are we, are we, is it already over? <laughs> so. uh, let's start with Elementa, the company. Okay. okay. Because the book is something that has come out of working in the industry for a few years. Okay. But not just working in the industry. So, so here's, here's how that happened. I had been a digital marketer, obviously for years. And when I was looking for a new industry to serve, I had recommended to a friend that she look into the cannabis industry. And I thought, well, why don't I do that too? Mm -hmm. And when I did, this is so two and a half years ago, mm -hmm. there was an incredible uh, 
feeling I had, this is like cyber girl. This is like the internet mm-hmm. industry. This is an emerging mm-hmm. industry. Mm-hmm. And I get that. I know mm-hmm. what it's like mm-hmm. to be one of the first. Mm-hmm. And then you, you look at the market and you go, who's underserved? Well, of course, women, but mm-hmm. not just women, women our age, women mm-hmm. 40s, 50s mm-hmm. plus. Mm. completely ignored mm. at every level. Mm-hmm. So, so let's go there. And that's what Elementa became. So Elementa first, we went out on the consumer side. What's the barrier? This is a taboo. It's, let's not even talk about legality. Mm-hmm. It's a taboo topic. Mm-hmm. We've been taught that this mm-hmm. is the gateway drug. Mm-hmm. So let's teach women the truth about the science of the plant, And let's bring women together to talk about their stories and their experiences with the plant. Mm -hmm. And that is going to be, it's like web girls for weed. That's going to be. (laughs) Web girls for weed. Okay. I like it. Okay. So that's the the fuel. That's the engine. That's the platform. That's Uh the network. Uh Because until we get to women like us Mm -hmm. who don't consider ourselves stoners, Right. Who maybe that we yeah maybe we dabbled in high school or in college, yeah. but we yeah. sort of we thought we we grew up, we graduated, we decided it's not for us because yes. back then we didn't know anything about it. Right. We right. weren't taking the right things in the right way. Right. Right. They weren't right. producing or manufacturing right. the products that worked. Right. Today they are, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but women we still have a lot to learn, and so. Elementa, first and foremost, is educating women about cannabis, about cannabinoids, about the, the, the chemicals within the plant, what they do to us, why and how, and how we can buy the right products, how we can access the medicine, access the supplements, the nourishing supplements that this plant can produce. Mm. That's the first part. And then the second part of the company is teaching brands, cannabis brands, CBD brands, but also health and wellness brands, how to speak to women like us, serve women like us, produce products specifically for a perimenopausal or menopausal woman. Mm-hmm. Because we're very different chemically, chemistry-wise, mm-hmm. than the 20-something mm-hmm. who most of these companies market to. Mm-hmm. So that's elemental. Mm-hmm. So tell me, for women who are listening, first of all, um, who wonder if they should be looking into cannabis, um, even taking it, using it, whatever. Um, what are the things that are different, significant for us that you have found in your research? And I assume that's all in the book as well, right? It is in the book. Okay. We talk about the science of it, uh-huh. why it works. Uh-huh. And then if you're looking for particular things, mm-hmm. what part of the plant you're looking for. So okay. for example, if you're, for me, it was pain issues okay. and sleep, sleep problems, okay. partly from menopause, but also from pain. Okay. So understand what it is that you're trying to address and then do your homework, mm-hmm. such as buy the book and it mm-hmm. actually lists for you. If you're trying to address something specific, here's the kind of ingredient that you want to look for, the chemical you look for. So, for example, for me, for sleep, mm-hmm. something like myrcene or linalool, which are terpenes, which is terpenes are found in fruits and vegetables and plants, mm-hmm. 
but cannabis happens to have many more terpenes than most plants out there. Mm-hmm. So myrcene and linalool are two terpenes in the cannabis plant that can help you sleep. And if can you and can you just get the myrcene and linalool oil? Is that what you're saying, or you just go through the CBD as a one size fits all? Well, so not exactly. It depends on what state you're in mm-hmm. and how advanced the market is in terms of uh, licensing manufacturers to mm-hmm. produce. But you have to think about it this way too. Mm-hmm. We've got a long way to go. So when oh. you ask about is there room for women right now, this is a nascent, emerging, rapidly growing industry, but we're uh-huh. still taking baby steps okay. because even the people who are cultivating, who are farming the plant, okay, they used to farm it only for THC to get people yes. high. Yes, yes, so yes. Now, so now they need new crops, new seeds, new cultivation mm-hmm. methods mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. pull out all, or to, not to pull out, to put back in, but then to extract all of these other valuable chemical compounds in cannabis. So we've got a long way to go. So to answer myrcene or linalool, what you would be looking for, mm-hmm. either mm-hmm. flower, you know, the bud, the dried herb, the flower of the plant that you might smoke or vape, you would look for something with high myrcene content or that has high linalool content mm-hmm. or any of the other cannabinoids. CBD mm-hmm. is, is one cannabinoid, which is another ah. set of chemical compounds. It's only one of over 100 chemical compounds called cannabinoids, which are ah, okay. different from terpenes. So CBD is not cannabis as a whole. CBD is one ingredient. Yeah. So what you're looking for, and so these are the kinds of things that we teach women at Elementa gatherings and that we write about on our website and that we do webinars online about because there is a lot to learn. And so it's E-L-L-E-M-E-N-T-A.com. It is. And it's L, the French word for For her, her. And menta. Teach. which is Spanish for mind, mind. her mind, her mind. Elemental. Okay, cool. okay. And now do you have to be in a state in order to get hold of this stuff? Or I don't even, I don't know all my, I had, I failed, I failed cannabis 101, unfortunately here. Um, <laughs> well, we're all, we're all still at cannabis 101. Some of us okay. are just barely at 102, but sharing okay. our knowledge as we go along. Okay. So if you're, so Elementa can operate whether you're in a legal state or a non-legal state. We okay. like to say we can operate anywhere freedom of speech and okay. educating women is legal. Okay. However, a woman in a non-legal state cannot currently obtain legally any cannabis product. Uh, CBD okay. is a different story with oh. the passing of the the hemp farm bill, CBD extracted, not from the cannabis plant, but from industrial hemp, which is sort of like a different variety of the cannabis plant. Ah, okay. It's very specific. So when you see CBD products on the shelves of the CVS, yes. your local Walgreens or your local yes. CVS, yes. It's, extra- it's extracted from a, what we would call the sister plant of the cannabis plant Ah. that gets you high. So the ah. hemp plant does not get you high. Ah. It doesn't have, yeah, it does not have the high THC that a regular cannabis sativa plant would have. Is it the same? 
Is it a, is it it's a, not the, kind of, it's, it's not, not exactly the same. Okay. It's, but if you think about uh, plants and the things that we learned in science yeah. class in yeah. fifth grade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's, it is a cannabis sativa plant, but it's called a low resin plant with very, very minimal THC. So that is why they say CBD does not get you high. I see. And only the CBD extracted from the hemp plant I see. is legal right now in the U.S. It's becoming more and more, uh, it's still a very gray area. I think even the people making the laws in our country have no idea. So all so this talk is, is really about the hemp plant? It's not even about the regular old marijuana plant? Exactly. All exactly. It's all about hemp? <laughs> Mm-hmm. And, but it's okay. not about hemp seed. So if you look at Sephora.com, for example, and you search for cannabis uh, or even hemp, it's hemp seed oil that people have been able to use legally. Or you know, when you go to Trader Joe's and you buy that little bag of hemp seed, mm-hmm. hemp seed is go- is ha- does not have CBD. CBD has to be extracted from the plant itself. Ah, and so okay. the so the CBD that we're talking about right now is often isolated out of the hemp plant. Ah, okay. We could have an entire podcast. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. So let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. They'll go to your site for all of, all of that. But let's talk about it in terms of the health benefits specifically for women 40 plus. What are you finding are the main health benefits that women are looking for um, that, you know, that are of value to all of us. And then let's talk about the business itself. Great. Well, any woman who's going through physical transition Mm -hmm. in perimenopause, which usually lasts seven to 10 years, that whole process, and then menopause, which basically your whole body is unrecognizable to yourself, from from your skin, to your sleep habits, to how food and drink affects you, mm-hmm. suddenly your, your great glass of Merlot is mm-hmm. creating massive habit within mm-hmm. your body. Mm-hmm. So, so that, that kind of change, here's what cannabis can do. Mm-hmm. The cannabinoids in cannabis work on something called our endocannabinoid system. I won't even go into that. It's okay. a whole other podcast. Okay. I'm happy to do it later. <laughs> but this <laughs> but the system lays over our, all the rest of our systems in our body, and its purpose is regulation, the regulation of hormone production, the regulation of function of our organs, mm-hmm. of our glands. And mm-hmm. so cannabis has chemical compounds within the plant that can nourish our system and help regulate things like our hormones. Mm-hmm. And then we all know that our hormones fluctuating affect our mood, mm-hmm. can create anxiety, irritability, so it can help calm. It's in mm-hmm. an, certain cannabinoids, certain chemical compounds in cannabis, mm-hmm. anti-anxiety, mm-hmm. anti-inflammatory. So if we think of anything, pain, skin eruptions, a lot of this is systemic inflammation. If we address yes. internally yes. our inflammation, yes. it helps the external relaxation, Mm -hmm. just even de-stressing, 
mm. even helping not just fall asleep because my problem is not falling asleep. It's mm. waking up at 2 a.m., 3 yes. a.m. and not yes. being able to fall back asleep. Yeah, yeah. So it's being, being able to address that middle section of our sleep mm-hmm. and to stay within slumber or if mm-hmm. we do wake to be able to regulate and sort of down-regulate, like just get us mm-hmm. back into that sleep state. Mm-hmm. So those mm-hmm. kinds of things, just sleep alone can help a 40 or 50 or 60-year-old woman tremendously. Oh, yes. I know that from, yes, from experience. Yes, 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 yep. So that's what we can address. And where are the opportunities for women, um, for older women in terms of business, do you think? Uh, I, but I'd like to tell anybody who wants to get in the cannabis industry is, what do you do well? What do you have experience in? This being a nascent emerging industry, we need you. We need mm-hmm. skilled graphic designers, mm-hmm. publicists. We need accountants. We need mm-hmm. good lawyers. Mm-hmm. There is a learning curve for all of us. Mm-hmm. As laws change, even our lawyers have to continually keep up because mm-hmm. things are moving so mm-hmm. rapidly. So just because you don't yet understand it doesn't mean that you can't come into this industry. So I say there's lots of opportunity for anyone who has good, strong business skills. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people who started these businesses were mom and pop shops who were, who were black market mm-hmm. cultivators of cannabis mm-hmm. who didn't have to know about selling who didn't mm-hmm. have to know about marketing. Mm-hmm. All they had to do is somebody told somebody else, they answered the phone back in the day, they answered the pager and they delivered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very different today. And they need good skilled professionals to support their growing businesses. So to speak. Um, so <laughs> where, where does one go? Like, is there like, you know, monster monster.com for Canada cannabis industry. Where do you go? If you want to get, um, obviously they go to Elementa as a starting point to educate themselves if they're trying to reinvent themselves, but where else do they go look to understand how to break into the industry? Well, it depends on if they want to get a job uh-huh. or if they want to start their own business. Uh-huh. So things like indeed.com, uh-huh. Actually, it's starting to list cannabis jobs. Oh, um, there's, okay. you know, hemp staff. I mean, there's a lot of cannabis job sites out there. Even Monster.com is is listing legal cannabis industry. And by the way, we use in the industry cannabis. Okay. Those who are not in industry are still using marijuana. So you should okay. always do your Google searches using both. So you put in just cannabis industry. Cannabis industry, cannabis jobs, marijuana jobs, legal marijuana jobs, uh, and you can find job listings. But I I caution you, you really want to get involved with a company, a network, or an organization that serves women like you. So for example, Elementa, we focus on the health and wellness aspect. You come to us first Mm-hmm. Learn about the science of the plant. Learn how it could help you or your mm-hmm. loved ones. Mm-hmm. Learn about the background. Then you go mm-hmm. to a group like Women Grow or Tokativity. They're the ones that help you start businesses or find jobs. Womengrow.com so, or? Yep, womengrow.com. Okay. And Tokativity, T-O-K-E 
A-T-I-V-I-T-Y, tokativity.com. Okay. These are the kinds of groups that are focused more on career or business. Uh, we do have a lot of women in the industry and a lot of women in business. So when you come to one of our Elementa face-to-face meetings, our gatherings, mm-hmm. you'll meet women in the industry. Oh, but okay. we're really hyper-focused on um, how can this benefit us? How can this benefit our loved ones? Since we're the ones who often take care of everybody. <laughs> and where do, you, where do you have those meetings? So we are currently uh, operating in about 55 cities across North America. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're actually in the month of June, depending on when you're hearing mm-hmm. this podcast. Mm-hmm. June 2019, we'll be hitting uh, 12 cities, including New York City, Boston, D.C., San Francisco, Los Angeles, uh, San Diego. So we're in all really the major markets and then some secondary markets as well. Uh, and we partner with women locally to mm-hmm. organize these usually monthly get togethers. And mm-hmm. it's women talking to women, learning from female scientists, female doctors, mm-hmm. female entrepreneurs in the industry, uh, and just other women like us. Moms mm-hmm. who are helping their kids, mm-hmm. menopausal women who are relieving their symptoms. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's networking. It's connecting. That's mm-hmm. what we do. So amazing. Is there somebody who shouldn't get into this business? <laughs> Is there? Well, if, you've, if you have anything on your record, if you've ever committed a crime, you uh, will not be allowed into this industry. Okay. Anybody with anything on their record, no matter what it is, uh, the uh, felons in particular are not allowed. So you have to be, you have to really have a clean record. Okay. Uh, so and then anyone who feels uh, like they have something to lose. Mm-hmm. Honestly, when I first started in this industry, I created an entirely separate LLC for my digital marketing company only for cannabis because you never know. You never know what's uh-huh. going to happen. And I uh-huh. still feel like I need to keep it separate in its uh-huh. own place. Mm, okay. It's, 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 it, it's not legal everywhere. Uh-huh. It is not. Okay. And even though we do nothing but talk about and right. educate, right. there's right. a lot of right. barriers that you'll right. find. Bank- banking banking mm-hmm. can be an issue mm-hmm. uh, if you have cannabis in your name. Mm-hmm. So you do okay. have to still be careful. Okay. That's interesting. What else would you suggest for women who are thinking about this as a reinvention? Do you have to be a user? Or could you no, just you be- don't. Uh-huh. <laughs> you don't. In fact, uh, one of my business partners is really not a consumer. She dabbled a little. She mm-hmm. wrote a couple of very funny reviews about her experience, mm-hmm. but it's not her typical. Mm-hmm. Another one of my business partners, it is her day-to-day, and she overcame an opioid addiction mm-hmm. by using cannabis, and mm-hmm. it's a lot safer, and she's a lot healthier because mm-hmm. of it. And she tells that story a lot. For mm. me, I can't, I, I can't say that I really consume a lot of cannabis. I do like CBD. Mm-hmm. I do like the, the, not the CBD from the hemp plant, but the CBD from the cannabis sativa plant. So you have to buy that at a licensed store, mm-hmm. you know, a dispensary. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do find that it's helpful in a lot mm-hmm. of ways, but mm-hmm. I'm not somebody who would go and just smoke a joint. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. It's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. So you don't. You do not have to be a consumer, but you do have to understand okay. the science of the plant, and you have to understand the law where you're living, mm-hmm. in particular. Mm-hmm. 
But okay. it's like any other business. Mm-hmm. Find your allies. Mm-hmm. Find uh, the information, the quality, trustworthy information. Mm-hmm. And, and think big. Mm-hmm. This, this, is, this is like the internet in the mm-hmm. 90s. Mm, it's great. Be ready to take a big, big leap. Mm. And you don't feel it's already closed up or bought up already? Oh, of course not. Absolutely not. It, 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 what's happening, though, the window is closing. And why? Uh-huh. Because the major corporations are now getting involved. It's just like the internet. It uh-huh. was a, everybody's little hobby. It was a yes. small thing. But as yes. soon as everybody was on it, the right. big money came in. Okay. They bring their old ideas. Okay. And we're talking, it turns into regular corporate America. Mm-hmm. That's happening. Oh, okay. And so that's why women should go in now. Okay. Because get your foothold, get your foot in that door before mm-hmm. it does close, because mm-hmm. I see that it will close. The companies that come in now, the venture capitalists that are in there now, mm-hmm. they're, they're not women. Mm-hmm. Okay. VCs are so. not. Okay. So interesting. But, I mean, some, there, are, there are some women there who are putting money into right, women-owned companies. Yeah, the majority. The majority. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Incredible. So as we move in to close out our discussion here, what a mind blower. I'm thinking I got to ditch Covey. It's going to be Covey Cannabis now, right? <laughs> I think, I think I'm merge. in the wrong business somehow. <laughs> I was, I was doing the wrong thing. I've been trying to figure out how to monetize Covey now. And it's like, uh-oh, okay, maybe I've figured it out. Um, what are the two or three tips? What I always like to do is leave the listeners with two or three tips that they could use tomorrow um, to get involved and to reinvent themselves the way that you have. Um, what are the two or three things you would leave these listeners with that would that we haven't necessarily talked about that would launch them tomorrow? What are, are there books to read? Are there sites to go to? Or besides the ones we've talked about, obviously, any key how to get it going? Yeah. Well, I think the first thing is do your homework. Okay. Do the, re- do the research and, and start, start with Elementa and we'll mm-hmm. branch you out to where you need to go. Okay. But you need that first trusted gateway mm-hmm. into your learning. Mm-hmm. And then find, find your partners because that is how women who are succeeding in this industry right now are doing it. Mm-hmm. We are partnering up. Mm-hmm. We are stronger together. Mm-hmm. And in fact, when you're talking about what you're going to do with Covey Club, and I'm mm-hmm. like, merge, merge with mm-hmm. us. <laughs> Maybe that'll be the incentive. You, you join <laughs> an automatic uh, prescription and a subscription hilarious there you go there you go but that but that is the thinking is find your partners and also be open to the idea of merging because the the big guys are coming in so we've got to be part of that bigger playing field Mm. and then this is this is the advice i give to any startup entrepreneur Mm -hmm. your company is not your baby don't think of it as your baby don't call it your baby and be ready to give that up yeah. Because the smart entrepreneur, the reinventing entrepreneur, understands that you have an exit strategy. Mm-hmm. You build to exit and to start your next thing. Mm-hmm. That is the biggest thing is be able to let go. Mm. 
And do you think that's a mistake women make too often? I do hear women talk about it. And I was until I heard somebody else say that. I used to refer to it as my baby and people. And but I have read, and I don't know whether women tend to do that more than men. What do you Yes, they all do. do? Yes. It becomes our baby, right? Men, men, men do not call their businesses babies. Uh, men know that the business is an entity and a means to an end. Mm-hmm. They build it big, mm-hmm. then they go do the next thing mm. or they fail big mm-hmm. and they still mm-hmm. go to do the next thing and mm-hmm. they still get funded even after their huge colossal failure. Yes. Because they, just, they just keep going for it. They just right. keep going for it. But, but as women and, and I have to say, here's the biggest mistake that I've made in the past and okay. continue to make. And I think okay. this is women's nature. Okay. I keep thinking I have to prove myself over and over again. Uh-huh. And even with building Elementa, Mm-hmm. I always say a guy can walk in with a sketch on a napkin and get yes, a million dollars. Yes, a, yes, a woman yes. takes <laughs> yes, she takes that yes, sketch, then yes. she tries this, then she builds that, then she yes. sells this, then she proves that yes. over and over because she doesn't think she's good enough. Yes, I'm, I'm guilty. Guilty as charged. I'm like, okay, now I have proof of concept. Now will anybody fund? And it's like, mm-hmm. and then I hear about all these people who have an idea, nothing written down, and they're nothing, getting nothing at all. And and we have revenue. We've been generating revenue, working off of revenue for two right. years, and we think that's a that's a feather in our cap. But to investors, right. they don't care. Yeah, they don't care about today's you know you know revenue and that you're working off right. your revenue. They want to know how big are you going to get, and how fast, and how am I going to make my money? Right. And we're right. so concerned with proving and proving right. and proving. Yeah, right. Right. Wonderful. We got to get over that. Worth. Hold on, so because I'm just taking notes here, so I can put it all down. <laughs> with proving and proving, that is a woman. It's true, and we have to lay that off. Well, fantastic to talk to you, and um, I think we're going to have to change our the CC and Covey Club, which is our logo. Will have to be Covey Cannabis. <laughs> I love it. I think I think you're absolutely right. And let's just keep talking about that because we are so, bigger and stronger right. together and we can grow faster and do all the things that we know will help serve women like us. So interesting. Well, you are we deserve it. inspiration, Aliza. Thank you so much for your time and thank you for helping us all understand this new booming industry. And also for reinventors out there, um, this is the time it's not over and we should move fast. And I love the fact that you were out there early on and it feels the same to you. I I think that's fantastic. So thank you. Thank you very much. This has been pretty exciting to be able (laughs) to talk about this and share this story with other women. Thank you. Great. Thank you for listening to Reinvent Yourself with Leslie Jane Seymour. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Eliza Sherman. Wow. Uh, Put that on your plate as a reinvention possibility. Uh, I am not joking when I say, what does that CC stand for in our Covey Club logo? Maybe there's something here. It definitely sounds like the new thing, the Wild West. Who knows if this is for you or not. If you enjoyed this conversation and found it useful, I hope that you will pass the word about Reinvent Yourself out to your friends who are looking to reinvent themselves. 
could be men, could be women, who knows? And if you have any ideas of friends or family who you think would be great reinvention stories, please let me know at leslie, L-E-S-L-E-Y, at cubbyclub.com. I would love to hear from you. And I hope that you will also give us a good rating. Give us some stars. That is how other people find out about our podcast. And we need to get bigger so other women can be inspired. So thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. And I hope you have a great day. Bye.